This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. football music. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, BT and Sal, back on the fan 103 here. We'll get back to you, Nick Coles. Obviously, a little Alonzo stuff as well, 877-337-6666. But on the line, and he's been with us now, I don't know, about a month or so, and he's been he's been great. Local guys we talked about last week on the line. Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Insider calls brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin too. Baldy, it is, uh, it's BT, no Sal today. He's off. How you doing, buddy? What's happening? Hey, Brent. It's good to be with you. You know, it's just uh, it's that buildup. It's that slow buildup from Championship Sunday to the Super Bowl. So we're all kind of caught up in it right now and the analysis and, you know, everything that they got to get done. So, I'm in a good spot here. I'm right at the finish line, Brandon. Yeah. I, yeah. I couldn't ask for a better place. I'm with you. We're all there. And, it, you know, nice to get a little respite here and then got to consume it with, with craziness as we get to the Super Bowl, just gradually work up to it. Um, did you have, going into Conference Championship Sunday, because you kind of look at it a couple of different ways, like to have Detroit get there would be a great story, but to have the Niners-Chiefs battle again, like there were so many different possibilities that, that were – that were appealing. What did you actually want to see happen on Championship Sunday? You know, I mean, I actually, what you just said is kind of how I looked at it. I go, you can mix and match any of these four teams. We're going to get a great game. I mean, obviously, the starved Lion fans. Um, I mean, they, 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 they'll be crying. They would be crying in Las Vegas with tears of joy. You know, the Ravens getting back there with Lamar. I mean, I, but honestly, San Francisco and Kansas City feels good to me. Um, you know, I mean, we're looking at a, a real live uh, dynasty right now of Kansas City. Like, we don't see these in sports very often. Obviously, the Yankees had their day, and, you know, you, you, could, pick, you could pick certain dynasties, the New England Patriots, uh, the Golden State Warriors, but this is a real dynasty right now. Yeah. And so now San Francisco, right, and Shanahan's never won a Super Bowl. He's gotten close. Like, does he, does he take down the dynasty and does San Francisco begin one? with Brock Purdy and what they're doing out there. So, I don't know. There's, there's a, it's a good storyline. Uh, Andy Reid might go down as the greatest coach of all time if he keeps this up right now. Ooh, wow, the Belichick stuff. That's that's a pretty good take right there. Really? Well, I mean, look, you, 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 you've got a quarterback right in his prime. I, I know Andy pretty good. I've known him since the day he got the job in Philadelphia. 
It's not like, you know, he's anxious to go play golf or go hit a vacation spot. I mean, his, his life is give him a quart of Haagen-Dazs at night and give him a couple of, uh, you know, uh, pens and let him go tinker up with yeah. the game plan. That's, that's what he loves doing. Wow. You know, a read from a distance, yeah, he didn't seem overly joyous after the game, and he didn't seem like he was walking. Is he health? Is he in good health? Well, he had a, a major knee replacement surgery that didn't go well a couple of years ago. Okay. Uh, they literally had to take the, the replacement knee out, and he had to, like, let the – he had it infected. Uh. And he had to, like, let it let – it, he literally didn't have a knee joint for months. Wow. Well, he let the infection heal, and then they went back in and redid it. So he walks with the limp, but, you know, the, the mind is sharp. He never, he's never needed much sleep, much rest. Eh. Like, his, the mind is very sharp, but the body's probably like a lot of us, Brandon. You know, it's not exactly what it, we were 10 years ago. You say that again. We're talking to Brian Baldinger, <laughs> BT and Sal on the fan. I, I'll get back to Mahomes here. See, Brock Purdy's interesting to me, and, and Sal and I were debating this yesterday, actually. Like, if you give Brock Purdy an, off, an average offensive line and an average offensive coaching and concepts, is he special or is he just a product of the system? How do you grade him? Well, what quarterback is going to be great with the parameters you just listed? If you wrote Brock Purdy with the Jets or the Giants this year, they have a losing record. Now, if you do yeah, but that don't, with, but, 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 but those aren't even average O lines; those are horrendous yeah, offensive right. lines. Yeah, you're right. Okay, okay. I mean, no, no, but I mean, I think Brock Purdy could be good in in a lot of systems. Um, it just happens to be San Francisco. Could he lead Baltimore to a championship? Yeah, I think so. It, could he lead uh, Detroit the way you know Jared Goff was leading? Yeah, I think so. Like, I think the guy's a quality player, and he proved it in the second half. And I've watched every one of his games. Uh, Brandon, like, I, I don't understand the criticism. I don't understand even the game manager thing. Yeah. Like, I see the guy make great plays in every game. Me too. Me too. You know what I think it is? I think that a lot of people who are reluctant to stamp him a star or more than a game manager, maybe somewhere in between is a better way to put it, I don't think that they can disassociate his draft status with, with his play. No doubt. There's no doubt. I mean, if he wasn't Mr. Irrelevant, if he wasn't six foot and – 210 pounds and looking like just the average guy next door. If he didn't have any of those intangibles that are attached to him, you'd, you'd say this is a cold-blooded assassin right here. Yes. Because that's how he plays the game. Like He plays the game with no fear, and he's exceedingly calm. Like I mean, the guy is just – he looks placid. But at the same time, like that guy – will put, you know, he'll just, he'll stick you right in the crowded artery every chance he gets. <laughs> That's well said. All right, so we're talking to Brian Baldinger. Insider Calls brought to you by the uh, Old Spice Gentleman's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus 24-7 moisturization because men have skin too. I do want to take you back to Lamar. I got, I got to get your thoughts on this. Like, uh, the legacy stuff is a little played out, quite frankly, going back to Peyton and Brady and, and LeBron and some others, but... You know, Lamar, what kind of a knock does he take? Lose at home, AFC Championship game, didn't play well, going to win the MVP. I mean, he's got to drop a few slots. How do you process Lamar's bad loss? Yeah, look, I mean, he's got to live with it. I mean, he's going to travel with him until he erases it. You know, I mean, it, it traveled with Peyton Manning. He couldn't win a national championship at Tennessee. The quarterback the year after did. Um, you know, he was 2-4 and four in the playoffs to start. And then he, then he became Pey Peyton Manning. So this is just this is how quarterbacks get evaluated, Brandon. It's fair or not fair. Kurt Warner tells me all the time, you either have big game genes or you don't. And it remains to be seen if Lamar does. He's going to put up tremendous numbers every year in statistics because he's a freak athlete. 
Uh, and he has improved a great deal. But these championship games, not everybody gets to win them. you got to play your very best uh, when you need the very best. And he didn't provide that on Sunday. Uh, and so, like, it's just going to travel with him until he can erase it. But it's one thing to lose to a legend like, you know, Mahomes and mm-hmm. and others. But, like, there's like the drop is so precipitous from regular season play to just really horrendous um almost unidentifiable production. Like, we're like, who is this guy? He completely changes. Yeah, well, I mean, he hasn't been in there that often. You know, he's been injured. He's still very young. He's 27 years old. Like, he's got a long time. He's got, uh, you know, he's got a lot more years in front of him to change all of this. And so that's what, you know, if I'm Lamar, I'm, I'm going to work on all this stuff. I'm having my receivers down in South Florida. We're going to, you know, we're going to beat man coverage next year if we see Kansas City or a team that plays that style. And so, you know, I, I expect him to take a little time off and get to work and work on some of the weaknesses that we just saw. i got to ask you something about Dan Campbell. That's Brian Boldinger, of course, uh, Boldy once a week here on the fan, BT and Sal. And, you know, what he said post-game to me, and I'm not a coach, but it seems like something you'd say before the game. Like, for those who missed it, he said, guys, we, we might not ever get here again. I don't know, Boldy. Wouldn't you say that to the guys before they run out of the field and, you know, just to inspire them and have them just, you know, knock helmets and go bonkers? The purpose of saying that after the game is what? Uh, well, um, we, ha- we we should have won it, and we didn't. So, you know, we have to live with it. Uh, you know, look, there's the, the, the decisions on fourth and two in the third quarter where you could go up by 17 with and still be up three scores with you know seven minutes left in the third quarter like that to me was just the easy play the fourth and three in the fourth quarter I think he was just chasing points you know but I don't care what kind of success they had you just got to live in the moment of the game and kick that field goal on fourth and two at the 28 yard line in the third quarter I think he think that you know that just all it did was contribute to the momentum that the 49ers were just growing with and building with and we all felt it watching it and I think he felt it shriveling away from him. And I think, you know, he got caught up in the emotion of it. Almost everybody's pointing the finger at Campbell. I'm going to make a case why I've got his back, but you're the guest, so I want to give you a chance to speak, and you know a ton more about football than I do. Because most people believe that Campbell messed up, couldn't, does resentment grow in the locker? I know that they love him now. But if you feel like your coach so egregiously messed up and cost you maybe a championship – very least a Super Bowl appearance. Can guys begin to resent that over time? It happened in Seattle with Pete Carroll when he threw it on fourth down, you know, with uh, yep. beast mode behind her. I mean, that that was real. Yeah, that was real, and there was real resentment, and it it, it carried it carried with a lot of players for a long time. Wow, uh, they felt like you know they had, they should have won their second straight Super Bowl. Maybe they became the dynasty and the legacy and all that kind of stuff. So it can happen, but you know, Seattle had already won a Super Bowl. They were going for number two. So I think, you know, that was part of it. Okay. But here's why I got to defend Campbell. And I get it. You know, the way you just boiled it down to kick, you know, kick the field goal. Okay. Well, the other things that happened, first of all, the multiple drops by Reynolds, they were well-designed plays. He was open. They dropped an interception. They dropped a touchdown. That would have been a great catch, but it went right through his arms in the end zone. They had a pump that they could have downed at the one. Instead, they messed around. They got their foot in the end zone touchback. Like, I understand the criticism, but... They still should have won. Like I don't know if Goff got sacked, I would understand the pushback on on going for it. The plays were right. there. Yeah. No. Look, I mean, it's, you're not wrong because it's never just one play. 
I didn't think actually the fourth and two in the third quarter, I didn't think it was a very good play. Now, yes, Josh Reynolds should catch it. It's not an easy catch. He's got to like twist his body around, get his hands on it. Yep. It's not easy, but I didn't think the play was a good design play. Um, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, it was like, if you look at all the other routes, like they don't, they weren't open and I didn't know what they was designed to do in the fourth and three play that they went for. I mean, there was real clear confusion on exactly what was supposed to happen on that play. That's why Goff ended up rolling out and just basically throwing it in the dirt. So if you're going to go for it, uh, and Ben Johnson's a quality offensive coordinator and they had a great deal of success on fourth downs between two and three yards all year long, like over 70%. But I didn't think the plays were well designed. And that's really the one question. If you're Dan Campbell and you go, okay, fourth and two, what do you got, Ben? What's the play? And he says this, like, I thought they, they, I've seen them with better plays than that. Hmm. Let's say Mahomes wins this one, and I already said I gave it away early. I, I just I don't think he's going to lose. I think he's going to get another one, make it three, which will be the same as Brady six years in. Do you believe with a win that he surpasses based on the timeline of 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 you know the or the middle stage of going down to the greatest of all time, eventually surpassing Brady? Well, it'd be hard to argue against it. Um, you know, six straight conference championship games, uh, four Super Bowl. If he gets his third, I mean, the first team to win back-to-back since Brady and the Patriots in 2003 and four. So 20 years have gone by since the team's been able to do it. He does it. I mean, the legacy and all the accomplishments within the legacy in seven years just continues to stack on top of each other. And so uh, it, you can't have that conversation without putting him in that conversation. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, finish up with a little local slant here with Baldy, Brian Boldinger, that is uh, our NFL Odyssey insider. Jets and the Giants, I mean, come on, man. I don't don't just feed me because I'm desperate, which I obviously am as a Jets fan, but like, how realistic is it to expect Rodgers to show up week one, good offseason, train, get ready, and resemble Aaron Rodgers? I mean, is this possible? I guess it is. None of us know. Um, my, but my, my gut feeling says that the older we get, the harder it is to look like you did when you were even 38, forget about 35 or 33. Like none of us are just ageless. And, you know, even last year in the off season, you know, he pulled a calf muscle He did, and he was on the shelf riding a bike for three weeks. Like these things, they don't stop. They generally don't stop. You know, Brady, I mean, uh, Brady played with a torn MCL like for an entire season. Nobody knew it, mm-hmm. but he still played through it. Like these things happen to older athletes, and to think that you can just stay uh, healthy in this sport when we saw all these guys get hurt this year, and that you're just gonna, uh, you know, that's not gonna affect you. It, it, it it's kind of it diminishes as you turn forty. Mm. I mean, the arm's still there. But, you know, even his last year at Green Bay, he was, he was good. He, he wasn't vintage Rodgers, you know. Well, he just the, wasn't. The, the, arm can, the arm can still be good. Yeah. It's just the reflexes. The reflexes aren't the same. And let's face it, like these decisions are made in a nanosecond where, you know, wall, where the ball is going to be released. Can the reflexes still be as sharp as when you're winning the MVP of the league? Like, I don't know. But, I mean, it, the, the, the odds are that it's, they're not going to be as sharp. And while the arm strength, I mean, Brett Favre can still throw a football, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, through a, a car wash. But at the same time, like, does he have the reflexes and the eyes and, you know, just the, the suddenness that you need to avoid a sack the way we see Mahomes do it week in, week out right now? 
I get it. All right, something on the Giants here. I'm going to wrap it up with our buddy Boldy, BT and South here on the fan. The um, I'm not even going to ask you the likelihood of of you know Daniel Jones being ready week one because it's a pure guess. You're not his doctor. You don't know his body. But how likely is it, you know, because there's a school that they can go quarterback in round one, that the Giants actually do that if the player that they like is still there? I think, yeah, you, I don't think, you have to keep swinging. I mean, he's just missed too many games, and he's been too unreliable. And that's not, a, I mean, that's not a personal thing. That's just the reality right here, where he's finished two of the last three years on the shelf and couldn't finish the season. And he runs a lot. Running quarterbacks get hurt. And they get hurt bad. You know, he's had neck issues right now. Um, and so I, I think you got to keep swinging. you got to go find your guy. I mean, the, the Chiefs had Alex Smith, who was still a good quarterback, and they drafted Mahomes. Yeah. And it turned out to be the right decision. The Patriots or the, the Packers have always done this. You know, and if the quarterback that they draft isn't ready, all right, and Daniel Jones is still there, all right, so he sits for a year. Or maybe he supplants him. Who knows? But – I think if one of these quarterbacks that they like is there, I honestly like. I think you gotta you gotta like seriously consider it. I agree. And you just mentioned the Packers there. I mean, think about how nuts this is going to sound that we could even debate this. Is it ludicrous to say the next five, seven, ten years you would take Jordan Love over Trevor Lawrence? Right? Yeah, you, you probably yeah, would. from what I've seen. Yes, wow. like, because I, I I see I, I see a guy that I mean. He had nothing but puppies around him all year, rookies and second-year receivers, and all those guys improved. And the the improvement of the receiving core and your class is completely related to your quarterback play and how he gives you a chance to continue to exceed, whether it was, you know, Jaden Reed or Dontavious Wicks or, you know, Christian Watson or Romeo Dobbs. I mean, these are all kids. They're not supposed to be this good this fast, especially in an organization where there's always been – uh, a pecking order about when you get a chance to become the number one. Devontae Adams waited three years, four years before he had that chance. They did it. They sped the whole process up. And you can say that Jordan Love was the reason why the process got sped up. Boldy, good spot, man. We bounced around, hit a lot of different things. I know me and Sal looking forward to uh, to leading up to this and getting to the big game. We'll talk to you next Friday. Uh, I'm, I'm Pardon me, next Tuesday. Let's do it, BT. I'll be in Las Vegas. Look forward yeah. to talking to you. I'm going to pull you away from the craps table. Where are you going to be in Vegas? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I will see the craps table, yes. Yeah. But probably not while I'm talking to you. Yeah, all right, dude. We'll see. Make sure you see some all other right. stuff, too. Find a little golf course. You know, there's a lot of things to find out there in Vegas. It's more than just, like, teaching cover, too, BT, all right? <laughs> yes. so I got you covered. I hear you, man. I got you. Thank you very much, Brian. There he is, Brian Baldinger. That was our Odyssey NFL insider. Baldy, uh, Insider Coles brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. All right, 120 on the button. BT and Sal. Midas Sal today on the fan. Brandon Tierney, Sal Licata. All right, so a couple things there. Some Jets and Giants offseason strategies. We kind of dipped our toe in that. Some early season Super Bowl thoughts. And the story of the day, my opinion, and we talked about this most of the show. I want to get back to it at 877-337-6666. The Knicks. The Knicks. The best-run franchise in the Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Chargers and the New York Giants have exchanged their draft picks. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Call of the Day with Brendan Tierney and Sal Licata on The Fan. All right, today's Call of the Day brought to you by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely, choose Ramsey Mazda. Let's get Joe and Paramus. What's going on, Joe? Um, been a Met fan for 55 years. Mm-hmm. And to hear you say that, oh, no one turns on the TV to watch Alonzo, who's hit more homers in the last five years than anyone in his, in baseball, yeah. and trade him away when you don't know what you're going to get. This guy's 29 years old. Mm-hmm. He's a mainstay. I don't know what you want to trade him for. You're not going to replace 45 homers and 120 RBIs oh my at least for the next five years. Oh, geez, but Joe. I think you're lost with that. Okay, you can get rid of Pete, who you've won nothing with, who is aging at a position where righty, heavy-footed first basemen generally do not get paid at this age. That's the trend. You can debate it, but it's the trend. And you can then take the money and disperse it the rest of the field and, I don't know, become a better baseball team and actually win. I disagree with you. Build around him, okay? He's 29. He's not 34. All right? All right, Joe. You're locked into your point. I got you. I got you. And for you to say no one would turn on the TV to watch, home runs are the most exciting things in baseball, and he hits more than anyone over the past five years. I understand I don't know that. if he would say that if he was on the Yankees and he hit more home runs than anyone else in five years. Now, you know what I love, Joe? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a compliment here. I like your tenacity, Joe. But you're taking this personally. Like, you are reaching for something I said months ago and weeks ago and tying this into the Brunson stuff. And you know what, Joe? I got to give you credit standing up for your guy. I sincerely now I would trade him and I'm never going to run from that. I don't think I would I would not pay Pete Alonso massive money, not when he's going to be 30 before you know it, not when he's coming off a down year, not when that's not the trend. You do that, good for you. I would trade him, but I respect your your support for Pete. All right, there you go. 877-337-6666 back to the next stuff as well. We'll do that in a second. So, I mean, up until the last year or two, I would not care about this. I grew up you know, playing some video games, obviously, you know, my generation was in the street more playing wiffle ball or playing hoops, whatever. Uh, but I'm kind of sucked back into the certain video games, the sports ones, because my son plays now. And I just found out via Hoff that the uh, the show has dropped. Who is? Can I guess who's on the cover? Yes, of course. It's got to be Juan Soto in a Yankee uniform. You are wrong. Okay. It's got to be... Do they put pictures as well? 
Yeah, they'll put everybody on yeah, that. Well, maybe a little love for the uh, reigning Cy Young Award winner, Garrett Cole. Swing and a miss. Mm. What about the ascending shortstop, 30-30 future uh, Volpe? <laughs> no. Uh, who, who is it going to be? Carroll? Corbin Carroll? Yeah. No. All right, this game's getting old. Who is it? Aaron Judge is not it. <laughs> I know it ain't Pete, so keep no, going. Not Pete, uh, Pete. Uh, it short is, stop it, either. It, I will give you one more hint. It's from the AL East. From the American League East, uh, Gunnar Henderson? No. Wrong team. They're not they're, Toronto. There you go. It's not Vlad. He had a down year. There it is. Why? Vlad, he had a little bit of a down year. It's a Vlad Guerrero Jr. Come on. He had a down year. It's what Vlad Guerrero Jr. I mean, whatever. Maybe they need a little bounce back. Maybe. You know <laughs> hey, you know who's going to be on the cover in seven years? The other Guerrero. We're in a Mets uniform Let's for you guys. About time. Little, little Guerrero. I'm down for that. Lefty hitting first baseman. How's his shoulder? <laughs> Would he get hurt? No, I'm just. That was the reason why the Mets never got Vlad Guerrero to begin with. Well, no, Vlad didn't want to come to New York. That's what. That's not the real reason. No, it, it, is we, that really true? Yes, they were worried about his shoulder. Wait, wait. They were worried. Did they? I, I might be. Did they offer him money? They didn't because they were worried about his shoulder. Wait, when he was like a prospect, when they were trying to, when no, he was like young? When he was I, don't, hit, I don't know. When he, what are you talking about? When he hit his free agency period, yeah. the Mets decided not to go for him because there was concerns about his shoulder. He wasn't coming here anyway. I don't think he wants to play. I know he hates the Yankees. He might hate the Yankees. He wasn't hating the Mets and the Mets, but the Mets decided to stay away from Vlad's shoulder. Well, maybe the Mets are right because Vlad didn't have a great year last he year. Would, no, not Guerrero Jr. Vlad, the father of Vlad Guerrero. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, what are we talking about? No. Oh, Vlad, he's seen. He was a beast. Yeah. Oh, he was so good. What were Vlad's number? Well, a little, little uh, younger Vlad here. Vlad Guerrero Jr. I, I know he took a step back, but I don't know exactly how much. Oh, what, what, what the hell is this? Well, I just went to Google, and it says, I'm not a robot. What is this? You're not a robot. Well, but why do I have to do this all of a sudden? I don't know. They're proving that a robot. <laughs> I've never had to do this once in my life. It's the third time it happened today. Did something happen with Google? I don't know. What are you, what are you searching? Vlad Guerrero stats. What do you think I'm searching? I don't know. Trying to. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go through the whole street sign or tree stuff. Can you just tell me his stats so I can move on? Yes. He had, he had 26 home runs, 94 <laughs> RBIs. How many RBIs? 94. Ugh. He batted 264, Ugh. OPS of 788. Wait, 788? Yeah. Ugh. And they put that on the cover? Yeah. That's disgraceful. Well, he's, he's going to have a bounce back season. Okay. I mean, it's. Don't they generally reward heroics from the previous year well, with these covers? So I, I don't know. Do they ask? Do they ask for permission? Uh, do they have to get like? Remember the year that Peyton Hillis was the yeah on the, the white cover? rhino, of course, was for on the, the Browns, cover. the running back. Like, sure. There was a whole thing about getting him on yeah, the yeah, cover yeah, yeah, yeah. and whatnot. Like do and Jeter wasn't in the game for a while. I think up until last year. So you do need permission. Yeah, permission with some certain things. Yeah, yeah, right. And here's the thing: is there there is a cover. Curse to Madden. I think there's a cover curse to the to MLB the show. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, I know the Madden stuff. I don't know about the show, but was, keep going. Was, was Aaron Judge on last year? I, I don't remember. I've got to look at my son's I, game. I don't think he was. I've got to look at it. Okay. Because I thought, oh no, Jazz Chisholm, who was terrible. Chisholm. <laughs> yes. Jazz Chisholm. He was terrible last That's year. That's a terrible year for Vlad Guerrero. 780 OPS? He stinks. Yeah. You guys, uh, him and Pete Alonzo. <laughs> AJ's in Eastchester. AJ, what's going on, buddy? How are what's you? What's up, BT? Hey. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good. Great How are you? Today. Thank you. Uh, well, I want to get back to the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
because um, you know obviously this is this is special what's going on and we all notice it we can all see it and you know I'm so happy as a Knicks fan and I, but I'm I'm a little frustrated because you know every time the Knicks do something good we're we're all about it we're all like gung-ho. like like we're we're at other people's arenas taking over the the arena I mean things are great and then the day after on sports radio it's like yeah this is great we all love it and but but they're not gonna you know they're not gonna go to the championship. You know, and it's like, what do they got to do? What do they got to do to, to to get past that 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 narrative that that people are putting out there? Say they're not going to win a championship. The day after they beat the Nuggets, the day after they beat the Miami Heat, the day after they beat Minnesota, or go on that road, or you know, day I know what you're saying. Minnesota road. was before that, but I got you. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, but all of it, like all of it, accumulated. We're all, like, yeah. you know, we if we go into the playoffs, we got the Garden at you know at home advantage with the garden uh-huh. and what travels the best on the road defense right always yep now, always and and if we go on the road how could we not go to the eastern conference championship and then do something and actually go to the championship and get this get this town cooking and believe in in what we have listen i i know we're a piece away i i, I were like a piece away from something but the chemistry that we have can't be messed with well by the and, way and, but, but aj that you're just answering the question yourself like now, that doesn't mean that they can't get there, but you're saying, like, why aren't people thinking they could get there? And then you just said yourself because they're a piece away, and I think that that's well, the common thought. Yeah, but I, I don't think it's, like, that That piece away is, like, from everybody believing in yeah. in, in what's going on, right? Uh-huh. But yeah, for, yeah, for yeah. Me personally, for me personally, it's like, what do they got to do to get everybody on the board? On well, board I, I think it started, AJ. I really, you got to understand, yeah. man. The, think about this, AJ. Thanks for the call. Good call. You know, like... The Knicks, and I, 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 I am a massive basketball fan. You're not going to talk Knicks in November. You're just not. You're not. You're not going to talk really Knicks in December. Depending upon what the Jets or the Giants are doing, which is generally nothing, you know, and that's why you start squeezing the, Jets, uh, the, the Knicks in January. And now, let's go. Now it's on. Now the race has started. And, you know, the, the thing about, let me just give you the sequence, like the T-Wolves, the, the Denver game, and, and Miami. Now, I don't say that I necessarily look at it this way, but I do think some people do. So the Timberwolves, that was, a, that was the win at the Garden. T-Wolves at that point had the best record in the Western Conference. I, I'm almost 100% sure they did. And if not, it was number two, almost positive number one. All right. That was like, oh, here we go. That's a nice win. So that was a little bit of a momentum grabber. The Denver win that, I actually tweeted, I'm like, this is the night the Knicks officially became must-watch because it was such a, a thorough dismantling and destruction of the champions that, you know, if you don't latch on to that, you just, you're a hater or you're a non-believer or, or whatever. But, to be fair, and I said this with Sal the next day, there was also context a little bit. Not my first point because I wanted to enjoy the moment and prop it up, which it deserved. Denver was on the back end of a long road trip, and that matters. And Utah, not that Utah is that good, but the Utah Jazz, this is, I think, game number six of a six-game road trip tonight. Both played back-to-back. Knicks played last night. Obviously, the uh, the Jazz played the Brooklyn Nets. All right? So, they should win tonight as well. But Denver, it was an annihilation. And some can say, well, they were really tired. And they were hadn't slept in their bed since, I think, it was January 12th. All right. Miami. Miami's just not that good this year. There are certain wins that feel bigger than others. Because of rivalries and, you know, projections and reputations. Miami's going nowhere this year. Doesn't mean I didn't enjoy the win. It was awesome. Except, you know, Randall getting hurt. 
But I don't know what to tell you. I mean, if you don't look at this team and realize how well-structured they are and how you know great a shape the cap is, not a bad contract, not a single bad contract. They're not old. They're not too young. Like, everybody's in their wheelhouse. There's still a couple of ascending players like McBride. You would think Grimes, if he stays here, those guys are still ascending. But Randall, middle of his prime. Brunson, just entering his prime. OG, early stage of his prime. Mitch is still young. You're going to have to re-sign Hartenstein next year, which I imagine they certainly will. He's he's still a fairly young guy. Like, it's not like they're on their last legs. Everything about this team is believable, and everything about this team is sustainable. And it is fun, and it's about time. 877-337-6666. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Sound back on the fan back to your calls here in a bit. Uh, by the way, you're in Luck, New Jersey. The makers of the Jackpot Lottery app are bringing a whole new casino experience right to your fingertips. Meet Jackpot Casino. Already loving the uh, lottery tickets on your Jackpot. Now try the new Jackpot Casino app to start playing blackjack, roulette, live dealer games, and more from the comfort of home. Download Jackpot Casino. Get a first deposit match of up to 500 back and an additional $10 in Jackpot lottery credits. Download the Jackpocket app, Casino, uh, Casino app, or go to casino.jackpocket.com. Sign up now. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or over in New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 800 Gambler. Hoff, when can we do a show from a casino? When, when, when can we get that on the books at some point here? Uh, we got to get this uh, moving. We want to go to Vegas for a uh, Super Bowl? Honestly, no. Oh, okay. Well, because then no. Then we can't I, I've been to enough. Soon. I've been to enough. I'm, it's not like a humble bride. I'm not trying to be that guy. But I've been to. It's just a mess. It's just too much going on. I prefer not to. Unless the Jets or the Giants are there, I don't ever have to go again for the rest what, of my life. What, what has to happen is it has to be a concert at like AC, somewhere in AC. Yeah. And let's go do a show from over there. But that's what I'm saying. We used to do it all the time. When I, I was at like K-Rock. I used to do Pearl Jam, Green Day. We used to go and just do like tr- bus trips down there. Where would you guys stay? Which casino? Borgata. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's the one. It's the one. All right. Maybe we can get that on the books at some point. Me, you, and Sal just sitting there like degenerates playing cards. Yeah. That I'll, sounds fun. I'll let Spike know. We'll get that done. <laughs> All right. Johnson, Bergen County. Let's get back to you guys. By the way, uh, Evan and Tiki up next on the fan. Right now, it is BT and hey, Sal. how you doing, guys? Winding down. Minus Sal. Hey, John. I cannot believe. Well, can you ever believe that you would be on the air saying that the Knicks are the best-run franchise and be right. No, no, that's the amazing thing about this. Uh, John. I have another I, yeah, thing, too. Yeah, yeah no, of course. I'll, I'll let you go. I thought about this from every conceivable angle, and quite frankly, I've been thinking about it for a while. You know, but I just wanted to kind of monitor the off-seasons and see what the Rangers were, you know, what the Rangers were doing. Not that I think, not that I don't think that they can regenerate, but for those of you who missed it real fast, when I look at this Knicks team, I don't see a bad contract. I see a ton of stars. I see youth. I see assets up the wazoo in terms of draft equity, great cap management, coaching stability, which has been elusive for them forever, uh, high IQ, passionate players, and a, a team that's tough. Like, I know we'll never see that 90s tick Nick team again because the NBA's changed, but these guys play with as much purpose and toughness as you possibly can in the modern NBA. So, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, now the other one I have, you know, about the greatest players, 
in New York. Mm-hmm. You know, the way you were talking. And I, you know what? I know you just have something against Lindor. No, that's not true. That's not true. But, but, but never, no one's bringing it up okay. at his position, at his shortstop. Compare him to Major League Baseball averages and where he is as a shortstop. Not even shortstop. Every position. What's the average of the average baseball player last year? Was it maybe 250, 260? Uh, there's no way it's that? that. I can't imagine. It's There's no way it's that I, high. I guarantee you. Check that up. Up. I bet your buddy there could look it up. Real they, don't check. I, I want to say 243. That's my, my, my guess is 243. I could be off on that. I want to say the average huh. major league hitter is 243 right now. That's that's my guess. What was the average home runs? I, I mean, 20? I, no, lower than um, average? No, lower than that. And, and, and what, what what was the batting? I don't know. Uh, I mean, you're asking me questions. I don't know off the top. If you try to say Lindor, Lindor has passed all those numbers. Well, he's better. He's making 30 gazillion dollars a year. But it doesn't matter. You're, you're looking at a person. I mean, what's his name? He's did it two years now. Well, you're, you're the pitcher, you're, you're pitcher, you just say Cy Young, because you only have one good year out of four. All right, listen. So, so John, I, 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 I mean, I'm just saying. No, like, no, I got he's you. One of the best players in baseball. No, he's not. Indoor. No, he's not. He's close. He's yes, close. he is close. I'll give you that. He's close. I mean, you have the other two. You have the other two, and then there's other pitchers and position players. Yeah. At his position, what did Turner do last oh, year? Oh, at his position. Yes, yes, at his position. Who I would agree with numbers? that. What better numbers than Lindor? No, I, I got stop. you. At his position, he's definitely one of the best shortstops. I don't disagree with that, John. But there's also, and it does not, you know, it's not even really a but. Francisco Lindor is absolutely one of the best shortstops in baseball. I'm not saying that he's not. Where I stretch it out with Lindor, and my criticism has been, I mean, and I, I backed off last year because he, he had a good year, you know, uh, not a great year, a good year. I'm sorry, you know, eight and eight oh six OPS is good. It's not great. And the year before it was seven eighty eight, and the year before that it was seven thirty four. So he's been good. That's it. Now, if you want to think he's been great, that's fine. He's been good. Not great. No, but he's one of the best shortstops. There's no doubt about it. Is Francisco Lindor a top five player in baseball? No. Top 10? No. Top 15? No. You start to get, you know, top 20, I would say, I would say probably not. I would think he's more top 20 to top 30 player in all the baseball. Not, you know, not pitching, just positional players. And there's no shame in that. Bye. Hit 254. I mean, it's not going nuts. I was close. The league average, I said 243. It was 248. I think maybe the year before it was 243. Maybe went up a bit with the shift. Is that what it was? I think I remember seeing two. Go ahead, Dove. In 2020, it was 245. Yep. 2021, it was 244. Mm. 2022? 243. 243, and we actually 248. There you go. So, you know, between the, the shift a little bit and a little bit of the accelerated pace with um, with the pitch clock, I, I think it's more a more pleasurable watch. Uh, Mark's at Oceanside. What's happening, Mark? E.T., how yes. are you? Hey, today? Mark. Okay, you cannot trade Pete Alonso now. Here's the reason. You can't say come to the ballpark and see Joey Wendell, Luis Severino, and Carlos Mendoza as the new New York Mets. Yeah. It, it, look, nobody will show up. You can trade them at the deadline if the Mets are, you know, faulty and not drawing. But if you trade him now, you will see an empty ballpark. Yep. For well, eight that's fair. Months. Listen, that's fair. I, I, but I see. I agree with you. 
But to me, that secondary mark, if this amazing deal came their way, I would still, if I'm ownership, I'm, I'm thinking of if I own the Mets right now, I would say I'll take the temporary PR hit because on the back end, this place will be packed. But it's, it's baseball's a business, BT. First. Well, everything's I mean, a business. Second. Yeah, but nobody was going last year he was on the team. I understand, but okay. the Mets fans are already down in the dumps. I know, I know. Now you're taking them down in the dumps and kicking them in the ribs and yeah. saying, here, look at what we have. You make a lineup without him in it. Yeah. My God, they I hear you. just got off. I understand. Now, I, I agree that. with you yep. that it's okay to trade them. Uh-huh. I'm just saying for ticket sales and uh, Mets fans being participating in, in the year, if you trade them before the season. Yeah, no show up. I understand. I guess what I'm saying is I would not allow that to determine my course of action because that's temporary. But you are not the owner, and, and you don't uh, you don't have a stake in the business. No, that's true. I I don't disagree with that. I wish so I it's the logical team. that you wait till the trade deadline, unless you get an amazing deal. I'm going to keep coming yeah. back to this, Mark. Okay. <laughs> Anything else or no? That's it for today. And go Knicks, go. Oh, here we go. You know what? Though, thank you, Mark. Okay, I got. How do we not play the song today? Come on. Before you play it, I want to look something up. So let me take a low point of the Mets season last year. The Mets, I mean, this was pretty, you know, just during a stretch of, I won't even do September because the kids are back in school. That's not really fair. I'll take, uh, that's the Braves. You would think that that would have been fairly crowded. Otani, okay. I'm going to take the Tuesday night, August 29th, versus the Rangers. Uh, 21,000 people. Did Pete play that night? I don't think that he did. You know, I get it. I don't want to get too in the weeds on the, on the yeah, McNeil. Yeah, Pete played. Everybody, Nemo, Lindor, McNeil, Alonzo, oh, Vogelbeck, one through five. I guess that the temporary pushback, and Mark's not wrong, like the spirit of the Met fan right now is broken. It's broken. Not that you aren't resilient enough to come back. You will, because you always do. But right now, there's not a lot of attractive options to go. Like, what's the motivation to reach into your pocket and go watch the Mets outside of Pete and and Lindor? You know, and Alvarez. There's no starting pitcher outside of Senga. I mean, honestly, with traffic, I I wouldn't take free tickets to go watch some of these guys pitch. Not that Severino can't bounce back, and not that Quintana's not a pro. I I don't mean that. But you know what I mean. Like, you're not incentivized to go out of your way, either logistically or monetarily, to go watch them play. All right, I need a little Nick music here. Do we have a little something here, Dovey? Oh, yeah, there it is. We are the oh, New York Knicks. you know what time it is. Hoff, Hoff, don't you wish we you were still a real Knicks fan, Knicks. like a big Knicks fan, not we just one of those guys who's parachuting back in? Don't you wish you were still one of, the, one of us? You do. No? Nah, I'm, I'm happy with where I am right now in life. Being a Sharks fan? I understand. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. A little mace in your face. Give me some real words. Here we go. Nick Valley, a great finale. Another three, another dunk for finale. You, it's our troops, man. They don't miss. We are New York. We are the New York Knicks. Oh, my God. This is glorious stuff. There you go. All right, though. All right. Do I think they can win a championship? It's really what it all comes down to, right? You know, up until... And again, I I said before the year I thought the Knicks would win 48. That was before the OG trade. I, like many, but 
probably more vocal than most, had reservations about Barrett. So this is all, you know, under the previous iteration here. I mean, I'm not worried about Philly. Not to just blindly dismiss them because Embiid's incredible. I'm not worried about Philly. Knicks will have the three seed over Philly when it's all said and done. Unless Randall's done for the year. And then that changes everything. Do I think the Knicks could beat the Bucks or the Celtics in a seven-game series? I do. I do. Now, they'd be prohibitive underdogs, and, uh, you know, it would be a massive, massive accomplishment and a slight overachievement, but, like, the gap is not so wide where they have no shot. And everybody's like, well, just can they win a championship? Just get out of the East. See what can happen. Now, I still think that they're also at the point, you tell me, can they lose to a Pacers team that's fully healthy? Maybe. Can they lose to the Cavaliers, you know? Maybe. You know, can they lose to Philly? Sure, plausible. But everything that Leon Rose has done, going back to when he came in here, what was that date? March 2nd, 2020? Yeah. March 2nd, 2020. And that roster and that riffraff and that disjointed contractual mess that he inherited. He hasn't hit on every pick, but look at where they are now. And that's all that matters. Even the picks that were, eh, they're gone. And they're spun off for better stuff. Brilliant. So just enjoy the run. And, you know, I thought for a while, this is really the genesis of the show. I thought about this driving in. I'm like, everybody's talking about you know, the superstar and, and so fixated on and giving these definitive terms. Is he a superstar? Is he a star? Who cares, dude? I don't care. Like, I care more about the Randall stuff because I think that's more important. Like, is Randall truly a viable too? That's, there's more depth. There's more meat. There's more substance there. The question whether or not Jalen Brunson's a superstar, I don't care what anybody outside of New York thinks because they don't matter. And they don't watch him the way we watch him. He's a superstar. The big thing that I thought about today was... And I'll leave you with this again. As unlikely as it is, when you flip on the Knicks tonight, you will watch the best run, gold standard, currently franchise in our city. And that itself is, is, is that's crazy that I can say that and mean it. All right, back tomorrow. Have an awesome Tuesday. Evan and Tiki and Sean and the crew next. See you tomorrow. Have an awesome Tuesday. Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.